This is Third and Long with Chandler. My name is Justin. And we are here to bring you another episode covering the latest sports news and NFL, which is still going on today. (laughs) As me and Justin were just talking about, typically the NFL week has ended by the time we do our podcast here on Wednesdays, but week 12 is still going. It's crazy. (laughs) Well, lots happening this week with COVID affecting various teams, fines being given out, the Broncos having all three of their quarterbacks in quarantine. That was uh, something. Did you see that they wanted their coach to play quarterback? Yeah, that was crazy. That's what they were preferring to do. That they like requested to the NFL that their quarterback coach or one of their like uh, strength and fitness trainers to go out there and play quarterback, but instead they have to pull up a practice squad wide receiver. <laughs> yeah, the NFL was like, mm, nope, no way is that going to be happening. <laughs> There'll be no more wide receivers or running backs going around saying that they want to be that they could play quarterback just as well as anyone else after seeing that uh, performance. (laughs) It's just crazy as to like what games the NFL decides to postpone and which ones they don't like the Broncos. Meanwhile, have no quarterbacks and then the Ravens granted more players had COVID, but still like their game got postponed and is hopefully going to be played today. But um, like the Broncos, they were they were forced to play their game without a QB. I know you would think that the NFL would take that into account a little bit. Their whole quarterback room's like completely just gone. And then the Ravens, they lose Lamar Jackson. And granted, of course, they had a much bigger COVID outbreak at their facility. But like they lose Lamar Jackson, like, yeah, you know, we'll push it to Wednesday, try and get as many people back for the Ravens game as possible. And the Broncos are forced to suffer because they're supposed to lose anyways. But anything can happen, any game. Exactly. And then by forcing them to play without a QB kind of then forces them to lose. Yeah, there's no way to come back from that. (laughs) Then gives the Saints another win, which then, you know, changes the dynamic of the NFC, like puts them as, I believe, now having the first seed. Yeah, I think, I think they're the they're the number one seed. Yeah, and I think so, this upcoming week, if they win and the Bears lose, I think they already clinched their playoff berth. That's, oh wow! That's how uh, fast the season is uh, gone so far. <laughs> and uh, speaking of the Ravens, so as we talked about, their game keeps getting postponed against the Steelers. Hopefully, happening today. That's the last I saw. So fingers I, crossed. Yes, it is, but. 20 players had COVID or they were on the COVID list. Uh, Harbaugh was said that RG3 was getting ready if needed. I'm like, the, I don't even know the last time RG3 played in a game. Oh, man. That's against the undefeated Steelers. RG3 is going to go yeah. after. I cannot imagine this game's going to go very well for the Ravens. I didn't even know that, um, that he was still signed by a team. And then I saw that. And I was like, what? He's still playing? <laughs> They're trying to find any sort of Lamar Jackson replica. That's their, <laughs> that's their goal. Trying, even though RG3 is maybe a little slower, he has, like, I guess, some, a lot of similarities in his game. 
and quite a few teams were fined with breaking all of the COVID procedures. Like the Saints, they were finally fined after their whole locker room situation that we talked about last week or the week before that. With um, they were fined five hundred thousand dollars, and their seventh round draft pick was was uh, taken. There'll be there'll be even heftier fines coming for the Ravens, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's what uh, I was reading about how <laughs> the Ravens breaking all of their procedure, which then led to this huge outbreak. Yeah, there, I think there was one coach or something that broke the protocols, and then they I saw that they like disciplined the coach, but at that point, it's like way too late. Cause... Yeah, and then even with the Broncos, so it was apparently one of the quarterbacks, I'm not sure even who it was, which one originally had it, but then they were all sitting in a room together, whatever, going over plays or something, and then they all had their masks off when they're supposed to have them on. Right. So that's how then yeah. they all had to quarantine. It's such a shame too, because you never like some guy could have got if he had just left it if they had just put their masks on, some backup quarterback who may never get like another chance to go out there and show everybody like what they can do just from like not wearing a mask. It's it's a shame for some people's like careers, especially not necessarily like Drew Locke since he's already like the starter, but another backup on the team or practice squad quarterback or something. Yeah, because that's their chance to show everyone, hey, maybe I shouldn't be a backup. I could be a starter. Right, exactly. And Drew Locke, he needs every game he can get, I guess. he's This season has not been his best. And if the Broncos are put in a position to draft the top quarterback or if they desire to trade up, uh, I could definitely see Drew Locke being gone next year. And in addition, Patriots were also fined for $350,000 for violations related back when Cam Newton originally got COVID. Wow. Apparently something happened because um, – so Cam Newton originally tested positive like a couple days before they went – the Patriots went to play the Chiefs. And but when they went to play the Chiefs, people were on the plane and participated in the game after knowingly being exposed to Cam Newton, who had already tested oh. positive. So wow. they were exposed, knew they were exposed, and then 20 teammates who were exposed then get on the plane with the rest of the Patriots and then go play the Chiefs. That's next level Patriot violations right there. Yep. <laughs> And then just more teams being affected. 49ers not even be able to play at their own stadium. Oh, it's such a disaster. I, you would think from what, like seeing what happens with these other teams, teams would like be like, okay, you know, we need to have stricter, like we need to stricter protocols, abide by like all the NFL guidelines and make sure that they're like wearing their masks at all times. Because I know I saw that, like Joe Judge, he hadn't even thought about it with the Broncos scenario that all your quarterbacks could like get coronavirus. So now they're trying to institute like a sign a virtual quarterback to the practice squad who only participates in Zoom meetings. So that in the unlike crazy scenario like the Broncos, at least they'd be able to throw a quarterback out there and not somebody like Golden Tate who played like <laughs> like a couple games in college of quarterback 
Yeah. So like the NFL are trying to put all these precautions in place. Like they shut down all team facilities Monday and Tuesday because of Thanksgiving. They didn't want, you know, players after being home, they go to the facilities yet games were still played on Sunday and Monday night. <laughs> so right. the players still home, saw each other, played the other team. So at that point, Right. It's like, you're like, yeah, you know, we can't, because of Thanksgiving, no games, no no practice, nothing Monday, Tuesday, but then Monday night and Sunday, it's like still the same thing. It's like Thanksgiving was on Thursday and it only takes like three, two or three days to be like transmit the virus. Exactly. (laughs) It's like, okay, good thought process, but also let's, let's go back a second. Right. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Going off of how the 49ers, how they were booted from their own stadium, from their practice field, because the county was shut down and determined that no more professional sports, college sports would be played. Governor Murphy for New Jersey, he announced the other day that all youth sports and like adult sports uh, were canceled, but not college and professional. So I wonder if some, you know, next week this escalates a little bit. If he then does cancel it, like the Giants and Jets, where would they go? It's- right. That would be – I think those measures in California, that's that's crazy, like to boot the 49ers yeah. from their stadium, and now they have to play – they're playing their home games in Arizona. I can't – I guess if the Giants and Jets if have some – I'm sure they have some sort of contingency plan in place. And since they already don't have fans in their home stadium, you know, I guess they – I'm not, they probably wouldn't be able to play at like Lincoln Financial Field, but I'm sure they could go to some like somewhere like Temple or something, some yeah. other college stadium and be able to play on like Sundays and, and uh, some sort of thing. I'm sure they have some contingency plan in place. Yeah, because that's the other thing. Like 49ers, you're only dealing with one team, but you have the, both the Giants and the Jets that share the same stadium. Right. That would be, especially since a lot of like, like Pennsylvania and New Jersey and New York, they're all sort of, you know, instituting similar sort of regulations and policies. Then you're like looking at, okay, then you have like the Eagles, then you have the Steelers, then you have like the Bills. Then all of a sudden it's like (laughs) becoming like fourth of the league is going to not have a stadium to play in. Yeah. Uh, And then also related to COVID, did you see that for Gonzaga – a player tested positive. So for the basketball team, player tested positive. Team knows who's positive. Coach knows who's positive. Please says, you know what? Come, come with us. You're going to travel. You're going to hop on this plane right now for this game. <laughs> positive player comes on the plane. So then when they, whatever, they land everything. Then the coach for Gonzaga, I forget who they were playing, like talks to the other coach on the other team. It's like, yeah, so one of my players is COVID. And coach on the team, it's like, what are you going to do? Let's just play. And the player with COVID played. Everyone exposed to him still played. It's just like, what is happening? There are zero rules for college basketball. <laughs> what is Like, the NFL rules don't make much sense, but at least there's rules. Right, at least there's rules. For the college basketball, it's just like, yeah, you know, whatever. What, what are we going to do? We need him or we're not going to win, so... The other coach said his, like, thoughts afterwards um, with, like, a press conference. He was like, I'm just glad we got the game in. I'm like, what? 
glad we got the game in, but you know, now our whole team has to quarantine for 14 days. Yeah. But, oh well. <laughs> and then other sports news: Lions coach and GM got fired. Yeah, that's much anticipated. After their Thanksgiving performance, they should be fired. They, yeah. They've had plenty of time to build a team. And Matthew Stafford, you know, he's probably a little bit above average quarterback, and he can get the job done in, like, clutch situation. There's no reason that the Lions should not be, like, right there in the playoff hunt and competing for the division if with a guy like Matthew Stafford and the some of the other pieces they have on that team. Yeah, I agree. With Patricia, they in his two and a half seasons, he went 13, 29, and one. That's pathetic. Especially since Jim Caldwell, he had like a winning record when he yeah. let go too. And then the Lions were always in the hut for NFC North. Yeah, continually, like, you know, maybe not every year, but you know, maybe once every two, once every three years, they'd be like getting a wild card or something like that. They'd be, and they'd be in like the hunt playing meaningful games in December, like every year. Yeah. And the last few seasons, it's been like seasons over, lost season. And, you know, Matthew Stafford, he's getting up there in age now and they haven't had a real run game in years. So they have a lot of work to do if they're going to want to maximize the next maybe two year, two or three years that Stafford has left. Yeah. And did you see all the current and former players speaking out against him about how terrible Matt Patricia is? <laughs> <laughs> Darius Slay was posting stuff. Oh my God. It's just so funny. They had all these things like typed up in their phone notes waiting to post it when yeah. he got fired. They were all so excited. <laughs> well, should we get into some week 12? Yeah, sounds good to me. All right. Well, Thanksgiving Day, Texans beat the Lions 41 to 25. As we just said, Lions pretty pathetic performance. Yeah, that was they that game was much uh worse than that score indicates. That was not not a two-score game really. But, you know, Will Fuller, he tests he um got suspended right after the game for using performance-enhancing drugs. And he went off for like a – I think it was like 170, 171 yards. And yeah, two he had two touchdowns. Touchdowns. So maybe, you know, that could have impacted the game a little bit. But we don't know. <laughs> Overall, Thanksgiving Day, games were not, not good. No, that Washington get, Cowboys game, I thought that was going to be like a great game that came so down to the I was looking forward to it. Yeah, that was like, but obviously after the Steelers-Ravens game got postponed, that was like, you know, that was a really good game and like a very competitive, well, not, well, like close, not, I don't know how competitive you call the NFC East, but like close NFC East. And I thought, honestly, I thought that the Cowboys were going to have a real shot to win that game. And they looked good the week before. I thought it would be come down to like a field goal in the last few seconds. Yeah. It was, Did you see that horrible fake punt? Oh, that was awful. On and their own 24-yard line. Like, what are they doing? They're down, like, a score. Oh. It's, like, the third quarter. Like, And after the game, Mike McCarthy's like, yeah, that was a solid play call. Like, that was not a solid like, play I, call. Like, that right there, that's what lost the game. It was yeah. just all downhill. 
you, as a coach, you never want to be the reason your team like loses the game. You always just want to like, you know, make the, make solid decisions that put yourself in the best position to win. And I don't see, it's not like Washington has like this, obviously they're like a, a pretty good, like, solid overall team but like there's there are no high powered offense that's gonna Alex Smith is not going to like completely destroy your defense so it's not like they're playing the Chiefs and like okay if we give the ball back to Patrick Mahomes you know this game's over yeah they still had a very good chance and then blew it <laughs> and Ezekiel Elliott looks terrible too I don't know what has happened to That's him. What I was gonna say fumble did not look good he has like the most running back fumbles in the NFL this season too and Falcons beat the Raiders 43 to 6 how about that Raiders they were looking good Derek Carr was like wow maybe even MVP caliber like level he's playing at and then just didn't show up nothing went right that was crazy that like I that was so unexpected too that the Falcons were able to blow them out because I saw like you know at halftime like Falcons running by a lot and you're like okay it's the Falcons that game will get close by the fourth quarter that's how they play like every game but because like I think the lowest for like fantasy football the lowest quarterback like score against the Falcons was like 18.3 going into that week and then somehow Derek Carr like throws up this awful performance of like under one point and just like way too many turnovers way too many missed throws hopefully it was just like a bad week for the Raiders they put it behind them and they keep plugging along because the Raiders are in the playoff race like very good playoff contenders but then similarly in 2009 so last season going into week 12 the Raiders were six and four Still, playoff contenders. Derek Carr was playing pretty well. They lost the Jets. So, same thing. Big blowout. And then, the last six games of the season just fell apart. Went one and, one and five. It's so, definitely possible. Yeah, I got to think it's just a repeat of that. Can't finish out the year. Too long of a season. I'm sure that's in their head right now. I'm sure they're replaying everything that happened last year. But they have to try and keep a positive mindset. You know, they've won. They beat the Chiefs earlier this year. They've won a lot of their games against tough opponents. And if they, they just need to play their game, they got to give the ball to Josh Jacobs, you know, good play action, clean football. And they, they're a good enough team to be able to make the playoffs in the AFC. And Vikings beat the Panthers 28-27. to Panthers had a last-second field goal for the win. Or sorry, uh, Vikings had a last-second field goal. Yeah, it was that was a very exciting game. They had Vikings like the guy like muffs the punt that allows the Panthers to take the lead, and then Kirk Cousins leads them all the way down the field for a touchdown, and then like the Panthers in like thirty seconds go all the way for like a fifty like eight or something yard field goal, and then the guy like completely misses it. It was that was exciting. That was an exciting game. And um. Jeremy Chin set an NFL record for having two defensive touchdowns in back-to-back plays. Oh, he's defensive player of the year candidate right, right there. That's crazy. I never thought that that would be possible. I know. That's like, that's back-to-back play. That's like a whole game turnaround right there. Like, two, that's like 14 points in like 
yeah. in like a minute. <laughs> right. That's great. And the defense too, like two defensive touchdowns in a minute. And then you still and, lose, like <laughs> and Patriots beat the Cardinals 22-17. Patriots won in a final second 50-yard field goal. Yeah, Cardinal. Now a couple weeks ago, we were like talking about how the Seahawks needed to beat the Cardinals to stay alive. Now the Cardinals are starting to yeah. fall off a little bit. The Vikings are starting to play better. You know, Cardinals got to start winning some football games. I, I still have confidence in them, but they got to start getting the job done. And Browns beat the Jaguars 27 to 25. The Browns are eight and three. They're like the most like looked over eight and three team. I think one of the most in like NFL history, like nobody, whenever you think of like, okay, what are like the best teams in the NFL? No one thinks of the Browns, but then meanwhile, they're like one of have one of the best records. Yeah. Like they are 100% playoff contenders leading one of the AFC leaders. Yeah. Every game they win is like an ugly sort of like, run heavy sort of football game where they like smash the ball they they never really play like this you know blowout football where they're a whole team like looks great but sometimes those are the teams that can you know pull some upsets in the playoffs and beat some of these other teams that people and analysts may think are the best right now and picker mayfield has first touchdown pass since week seven it's, they have their passing game is like non-existent, right? It's. I thought personally, I thought Baker Mayfield was gonna be like this a very good quarterback in the NFL, and especially after his rookie year, he looked like he was coming on. And then the past two years, just been a different player. And Giants beat the Bengals nineteen to seventeen. So does that put the Giants in first place for the NFC East? That does. The Giants are in first place. I think they're the first – I think I saw they were the first team ever going into week 13 that started a season 0-5 and was in first place. Wow. Like, that's crazy. But now that Daniel Jones is out, probably for this next game against the Seahawks, who knows how long he'll be gone. And we'll have to see if Washington or a different team in the NFC East starts to play a little better and take that first spot. And Titans beat the Colts 45-26. to Derrick Henry carrying the Titans. Yeah, he looks, he looks really good this season again. Like, he's just like no other player in the NFL. He's just one of a kind, amazing. I got to say, I feel like Tannehill, though, is declining a little bit. Like, I feel like if they didn't have Derrick Henry right now, I don't think they would be winning these games. Like, Tannehill... They put up 45 points. He only had a little over 200 yards. Right, right. Yeah, he's just been – An interception. Yeah, he's – for most of his career, he's just been a game manager. And it's seeming like last year might have been a little bit of a fluke. And this year, they got to get back to – if they can have an effective run game, Ryan Tannehill is his best when they just play – act do a lot of play action passing. They draw the linebackers in and then he's able to like hit guys, you know, 10, 15 yards over the middle. And I think that's what they really need to get back to instead of having him be like this pocket passer that's going to dice up defenses. Cause that's not really his game. And bills beat the charters 27 to 17. Well, bills are 
improving. Their defense cleaned up compared to last week, but offense still doesn't look too terribly great despite the win. No, that's just that's a game they were expected to win. They did enough to win, and that's really, you know, just sort of like another game that they are able to get done, especially when you're in a competing for the playoffs. Not every game you win is going to look super pretty, but they got the job done. And they'll have, they still have a lot of things to clean up, though, on offense if they're going to compete. Especially uh, fourth quarter play. That's where they lose it, just like the Falcons. <laughs> yep, that's where they lose it. They're, it's Those teams that can't hold the late leads are the ones that can never – you know, make it deep into the playoffs or even make the playoffs for most teams. But Josh Allen, he's like runs around like crazy. So, <laughs> and Dolphins beat the Jets. No surprise there, 20 to three. But two is out. Fitzpatrick's back. Oh, this, you know, he gets a 20 to three win. You know, they're like, oh yeah, two is still the quarterback. I, I don't know how you manage that. If oh, your yeah. backup quarterback goes out there, wins a three-score game, and then you, like, bench him next week. Saints beat the Broncos. No surprise, as we discussed, 31-3. to Yeah, NFL didn't give the Broncos any shot at that game. Not the Broncos' fault. <laughs> Taysom Hill only had 78 passing yards. <laughs> That's insane, then. They like the Saints. They didn't pass the ball either, so it's, they they played the Broncos at their own game and still won thirty-one to three. Yep. And Forty ers beat the Rams twenty-five to twenty. That was surprising. That was a surprising game because now the Forty ers they were like right in the playoff hunt too, even without Jimmy Garoppolo and Kittle and Bosa and everyone else that they lost. Yeah. It's really interesting, you know, this point in the season, teams are starting to really come up that we didn't anticipate in the beginning of the season. And then those teams that started off very strong are falling a little bit, as we talked about. Like, obviously, they won this week, but we've talked about Seahawks and Russell Wilson coming down, the Bears, how they have lost so many in a row now. Yeah, I who would have expected that with all the injuries to the 49ers or a team like the Giants or Washington would like be able to come like all the way back and have like realistic chances to make the playoffs. And Chiefs beat the Bucks 27 to 24. Mahomes looking great. Yeah. Over 450 yards, three touchdowns. Tyree Kill just went completely crazy in that game. Crazy. Was a good game. Yeah, Tom Brady, I have to say, the past, like, this season, he hasn't really looked the same as the old Tom Brady. I agree. Sort of, he's looking like he did the past, you know, two year or two in, with the Patriots where he looked like he was regressing. And a lot of people thought that with all these weapons he and a little bit of a better O-line, he'd play better. But has he – Obviously, he's been better than Jameis Winston was last year, but how much better has he really been? And it's starting to show with the Buccaneers' offense. Yeah, I wonder if he'll try to get traded or just retire the next year or something. Yeah, it'll just depend how the Buccaneers do. I'm sure they'll make the playoffs, but how well they do in the playoffs because they're definitely the type of team they put it all together. They could 
easily make a Super Bowl run in a very tight NFC. But right now, he's just turning the ball over too much, and he can't really extend plays out of the pocket like a lot of these other quarterbacks that are elite can. And it's starting to really hurt the Buccaneers because even if they're – Obviously, they gave up a lot of points to the Chiefs, but in the second half, the defense started shutting the Chiefs down and Brady was turning it over. It's crazy just because, as we talked about, when they got Antonio Brown, we're like, okay, this is unfair at this point, but he's not really not doing much with it, Brady. No, not really. Brown's been very – for a guy who used to be the best wide receiver in the NFL, he's been oddly very quiet so far. And Packers beat the Bears 41-25. Rodgers looking good. Yeah, looking strong. Four looking touchdowns. Strong. Bears have now lost their fifth straight game and are just going downhill. They're just completely spiraling. But uh, Trubisky had his game back similar to Fitzpatrick, you know? <laughs> the starters who replaced them now are hurt. Yeah, Trubisky definitely didn't win any job back with that performance. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. And Seahawks beat the Eagles 23-17. to Metcalf, 10 catches for 177 yards, looking good. Yeah, Jim Schwartz will regret those comments he made to DK Metcalf earlier in the game about saying how he's not as good as Calvin Johnson was. And then DK's like, no, that's wrong, and goes out and just destroys Darius Slay. Carson Wentz, another rough game. I don't know how many more games you can throw Carson Wentz out there. It's definitely a combination of the coaching, like Doug Peterson making very strange coaching decisions. They have a chance in the fourth quarter, mid-fourth quarter, to cut it to a one-possession game with a field goal, and they go for it, like, on fourth and four. And, like, Carson Wentz is just missing throws left and right, and the O-line just barely blocking it all. Jason Peters is, like, limping out there with, like, a broken toe. It's just, like, a disaster there in Philly. I feel like Philly just has so much faith and doesn't want to pull Carson Wentz because they're like, ah, like he brought us to the Super Bowl, you know, he brought us to the playoffs, and then obviously Nick Foles won it and all, but like, like we were the underdogs and he pulled us out of it. They keep waiting to see that Carson Wentz again, but it might have just, I think it was just a one season deal. It might have been because you're in such a weird position. You're in, you're not. A good you have a bad record you're not playing good football but you're half a game out of the division so it's like normally your season would be over by now if you had the Eagles record but it's really a weird balance because if they were let's say they were playing like in the NFC North or something their season would be already like over and they they probably would have benched Carson Wentz by now and Hurts would be playing but it's just like a weird weird sort of situation they're in because you want maybe they in the back of their head, they want to change quarterbacks. But then again, there's Carson Wentz has done enough to keep them in it. And this was another episode of Third and Long. I'm Chandler. I'm Justin. And as always, remind you to open your mind. <laughs>